kissfm.com.au. What's up, Melbourne? Welcome back to another episode of Open Deck. We're doing the top 10 DJs of Melbourne special while we count down to episode 100. And I'm joined in the studio with one of the biggest names in the Melbourne underground scene over the past decades. If you've been around Levels, if you've been around Mango, you're going to know his name. It's Big Guns McGee, a.k.a. Eric G, joining me in the studio. But look, I'm just going to get straight into it with the local legend Dom Dollar in Eat Your Man in the Stranger Remix. Let's go.
loving that last one. 150 BPM goes absolutely hard. Kev Hughes, believe in the music. That's enough from me. Stick around for Eric G. Be back in a minute. KissFM.com.au Dance Music Australia. All right, we are live back in the studio with Mr. Eric G. How's it going, man? Good, man. Thank you very much for having me. It's been it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while since I see you. It has actually. It's been a bit. How's yeah. things been going? It's been about a year since I caught up with you, bro. Yeah, I've been DJing a fair bit, playing playing at my local residencies at Levels and Mango, mm. um, keeping busy in the studio as well. Uh, from the music side so it's been good yeah so what have you been like focusing on just trying to put out more music just play more gigs sort of thing yeah. or yeah no I've been I'm pretty content and happy with the current gigs in Melbourne at the moment I'm um, just trying to get my my music branched out um, globally so globally globally yes. had much success yet have you got much out yeah no I've, I've had a few um, I had a release last year that hit about 500k streams so it's been good which was that was that, um, faded? that was a faded one yeah so yeah. I'm just trying to get some more some more releases like that yeah, what was the sort of reaction with with that now that that sort of like went viral yeah. no that no that went pretty good um i just want to keep keep the momentum going now as well i've been just putting a lot of focus and time in, on tracks in the studio um that you know i want to be proud of i don't want to just yeah i don't, I don't want to put tracks out for the sake of putting them out you know what i mean so yeah. focusing on quality over quantity no that's it man yeah. uh, did you get um did you get much like traction from that faded like did you get many djs picking it up anybody yeah, sort yeah, of like internationals few, yeah fair few internationals um hitting me up for it and um yeah playing out loud so it's playing out live over there so it's been good that's sick man yeah. well done yeah, no. yeah it's an absolute tune man I, I love it well done but you've also been recently signed to, to levels yeah yeah now so i've, I've been with the the levels crew for a number of years um recently uh, i've been relaunched um on the label so it's been it's been good because we've uh, i play there you know pretty regularly so it's good to have a home mm. base in melbourne um but also really just um you know promote the the agency as well if you see if you look at the list of guys that are on the agency it's pretty respectful and there's a lot of young kids that are coming through as well so it's good to be with a mix of um experienced guys and a bit of you know some younger talent yeah and um it's not easy man to, nah, get, a, to nah. get on levels bro like that's a that's an accomplishment nah, it's, in it's, itself it's it's, it's it's a great crew i'm really happy with um you know who i'm with we've got a got a dedicated studio as well which we've been working out of so um, yeah that's cool I've, yeah. I've heard of that level studio i want to get in yeah. there do you get to like just use it whenever you want and just um smash out yeah tracks yeah and stuff? i mean you know got to book it in but it's it's good it's it's quite popular so amongst the guys and it, it means everyone's just trying to put out their own content mm. and, and good tracks so it's sort of hard to find a because if most people are bedroom producers right and they're yeah. not always uh, properly like um what's the word where they um you know have the sound to design in them yeah. and done properly yeah. so yeah. if you've got a proper studio to go to that's like half the battle eh? exactly so, so it's, it's yeah it's world class it's, yeah. it's awesome but let's just talk a little bit about you man with your yeah. with your tracks and and all that you've yeah, been cool. doing your remixes bro you, you edit packs yeah. you know that crowd pleases that 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 goes hard i know you just released one of those recently yeah yeah myself and john i put it out i mean um you know we're all about pumping out the originals as well but we've got to keep keep the crowds happy so we, we created these packs just to get um you know 
just for DJs, they can download it for the crowd as well. And they've, the actual mixtapes have had good responses too. So we, yeah. we, we'll probably put out a third one anyway. No, that's good, yeah. man. Everyone loves um, those edit packs. So do you yeah. ever hear like people smashing out your tracks and stuff and like yeah. you hear, yeah. hear them out? Yeah, that's sick. Do you talk it about like originals and stuff? Yeah, You've yeah, obviously yeah. got your, your edits and stuff and they always go hard. But is there any sort of originals that are, yeah. that are coming out soon? Uh, definitely. There's a couple coming out this year. Um, I'm going to throw one out today in the mix as well. Um, but no, we're definitely just trying to push on you know have a having a unique sound as well um because i've always wanted to to push my own type of productions where you know if you hear my track you're gonna label it as Perry g you know so i think that's a good goal mm. for for young producers as well um to really just you know you want to you want to be on the radio you want to be like all right i know i know who this is you know so that's the kind of goal i'm going for. how do you sort of go about just trying to get to find just, that find your own sound because it's gotta, so hard you gotta you can't copy other people basically i mean you, you know you can reference other tracks no problem like you gotta um in order for you to know how a tracks produced, you gotta really do your investigations mm. and stuff but i think um if you really want to label you or you know a track as your own um you've got to create your own sounds at least put your own touch on it don't just copy other people try and try and make your own sort of sound yeah i think it, it just sort of comes with time right once you start putting out a lot of tracks yeah. and you sort of start making similar tracks then i guess you sort of find that sound eventually yeah and then um you know people will then start knowing it's you coming to your sets and it sort of grows from there so i guess you, you sort of touched on it a little bit before but do you think that that's like really vital for, for djs to sort of get out and get noticed then you just start putting so. out I their own stuff put out your own stuff just just be true to you um it's it's good to you know be with the times and you know jump on jump on trends and stuff but just make it your own put your own touch on it don't just try and be just tr don't try and copy everyone yeah. you know just that's how that's how people stand out that's how people kill it because they're unique you know yeah takes time but you know it, it definitely makes you stand out 100 percent. but yeah. let's just talk a little bit about your, your gigs man like you're so yeah. busy i'm always seeing you on every bloody fly every weekend <laughs> you're always at levels mango all that shit um but you one of the big sets i think you, you sort of did recently was that new year's eve gig yeah um you played after you know the biggest legends of the scene international legend show tech yeah um you know iconic in our scene for fts and, and all that course, yeah. <laughs> what was that sort of like playing after that were you nervous or no not at all i mean like it it's like riding a bike you know what i mean um but look playing after show tech new year's eve reva st kilda like Psychotic, i was man. living the dream i loved it you know um it's playing on that stage on new year's eve um itself is just you know a great achievement but playing after show tech as well now i was really happy with that and i met the guys as well like yeah. cool guys um so yeah playing after them and pretty much the busiest or biggest um, New Year's Eve event in Melbourne. Um, I was stoked. And Is that probably one of your biggest events you've done? Yeah, it'd be up there. It'd be up there. I mean, locally, in, in Australia, definitely one of the biggest sort of stages I've played in at. Australia? I mean, Come on, where else have you played? I've played in Hungary. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but, no, but in saying that, like for Australia, like that's definitely, you know, something that any DJ I think would love to do. So oh. it's, it's, a, it's definitely an honor to be on that stage as well, you know, Huge. just like it is playing, you know, weekly at the residencies I play at, you know, got to yeah, it's all the some guys, people, you know? yeah, some people dream of just even getting to play levels yeah. and you sort of do this every weekend. That's awesome, dude. Um, but do you ever still get nervous? You sort of mentioned you don't get nervous after playing show to and playing New Year's Eve gig. Do you ever sort of freak out or are you sort of past that point? No, nah, no, nah, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty past it. I don't think I was ever nervous. Um, just with DJing, I think that sort of just came naturally. Nice. I think the biggest, the biggest nerves come. I think if, if you're going to be nervous about something, you just want to make sure your USB's working. That's all. That's, <laughs> really, that's, that's the biggest thing. But it, 
that's why you've got backups. You know, that's yep. a, that's a that's a that's a tip for young DJs. Make sure you got backups. Yeah, always bring two. Eh? Always bring two or three. <laughs> you never you never bring bring two in your DJ bag. Bring one in your pocket. You never know. Yeah, when you're gonna use it. Always so. get corrupted and shit. Eh? Yeah. People pull them out and then they get formatted and you're yeah. like, oh no, what's it gonna go on? All right, I'm, but I'm gonna go back to that hungry gig, bro. What was where was hungry? What did you do there? Okay, so four years ago, I was up in Hungary. I was visiting so. My background's Polish, so I was visiting oh, yeah. some family in Poland. Hungary's a five-hour drive, so we drove down to Hungary and I uh, played after Droplex um, oh, at a, their wow. equivalent of schoolies. So it was like a man-made beach. Um, it was end of summer party. Um, so, yeah, I got some tour around with um, Droplex Droplex. that day and his management, and they like, looked after me. It was good. Did um, you sort of play after them, did you? Yeah, I played, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was good. Was um, like, it was a festival sort of thing? It was, like, it was a festival. It was, like a, it was like a white party festival. Like, yeah. It's kind of like the river, but just just down at a man-made beach. How does that even happen? Do you just message it, or like, how do you even get well, into it? Well, I actually like some of the guys found out I was over there. So um, at the time, so and they did they didn't fly me over there. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but I was over there at the time, and they knew I was there. So yeah, I was just chuck him on. Yeah, yeah. no worries. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, that's awesome, man. Hopefully, you get to play more international gigs then. That'd yeah, be sick. Sure. Um, all right, let's just talk. I want to ask you um, a random question. But yes. what is well, firstly. We sort of touched on it, but I guess you, you could probably say, is there any iconic sets that you've loved? Is there anything that's really standed out in your career? Look, I think in recent times, well, the Reva one's been really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got to say, post-COVID was just insane in Melbourne. Like that, I don't know what was in the air. I think everybody was just stuck inside for way too long. And then, mm. you know, as soon as I opened up the clubs, everyone was going mental. So I remember some key sets just like, uh, just just when, you know, all the all the laws were um, were dropped or whatever. The all the restrictions were dropped. We were just going mental. So yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, over the years, it's just been just been wild in Melbourne, and I, yeah, yeah. I, I gotta say that um, yeah. No, Melbourne's just there's just yeah. I, mean, yeah. I guess yeah. I guess you've you've always got yeah. um you've got awesome sets each weekend, so it's sort of hard to choose. Eh? Um, is there been any sets that have gone terribly? Is there anything that you've like you know why? Is there yeah, anything else, that just hasn't outside factors. Out? Like I remember one time I was playing at a uni party, um, and somebody's poured a drink on the CDJ. Oh shit! So, <laughs> so <laughs> we had to. I basically had to mix like there was only two CDJs and one mixer, so I had to basically play off one CDJ for the rest of. <laughs> How do you mix on one CDJ? You get the old uh, the old echo out. The old, the old <laughs> reverb, so and- <laughs> we, we made it work. Lucky there wasn't too much time left of the party, but it, yeah, that was that was one memory of just <laughs> just something that it was just a ridiculously packed club and just. And they still just kids and somebody just ported, you know, I don't know if it was intentional, whatever, but we made it work. You got to make, you got to make things work, you know. I've played on some pretty dodgy equipment over the years, but working on one CDJ. Yeah, Yeah, that that wouldn't have gone down too easy, but well done. You actually made it work. We made it work. Um, All right. I want to talk a little bit about the scene, bro, because uh, I love touching on this because you've been in the scene forever. Like you've been doing this for what, over a decade now. Um, You've sort of grown up in the Melbourne scene. I think we were talking offline. You sort of started in Sydney and you've sort of grown from from there. I mean, how have you sort of seen it change over the years from when you first started to to where we're at now? I think, look, it's always going to shift. I think... Over the years, I mean, if we're going to talk Melbourne specifically, um, there was a bit of a, a bit of a niche going on in Melbourne, and I think nowadays there's just more variety in the scene, um, mm. and I think people are opening up and just not sticking to the one style of music as well. Um, so I think it's, I think you've just got to really be with the times, and you just got to forever evolve, you know, with your own touch on it. So um, I think for the better. I mean, people, people nowadays are a bit more respectful to other types of genres as well, because I think 
back you know back in the day I think it was very niche um, just doesn't matter where you were whether it was I mean for, that's Melbourne for example yeah. um, Sydney like for example you may have had like dubstep and they would have hated anything apart from that like mm. as an example you know? yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I think nowadays people are a bit more open to different genres of music yeah, um, which is which is great you know even like sometimes like you'll hear me drop something completely random and then revert back to like a traditional sort of sound <laughs> that you hear me play so yeah you yeah. just don't get stuck stuck in the same genre pl- yeah. change it up there's I think we're talking about this as well. Like, uh, it's the scene sort of changed it from that traditional minimal kick and bass. And I've had a couple of DJs on here saying trance is going to be the next thing. Yeah. You have this new thing called hyper techno. I don't know if you've heard of that. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, like 150 BPM. Yeah, like, yeah. look, there's hard styles. There's like all these new stuff that's sort of, well, not hard styles, new, mm. but I mean, it's all sort of transitioning and everyone's sort of branching off. But notice a there's bit. always been a theme here. It's always been a 4 4 beat. It's always been, you know, like, it's always going to evolve. I think, I think that. Like that sort of that's going to be timeless in Melbourne. So yeah. I think it doesn't matter whether it's house, tech house, techno, hardstyle, hyper techno, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um. You know, there's always going to be something which involves a kick, yeah. a four beat. So. And I mean, with um, with this scene at the moment, because uh, I, I know a lot of clubs are, sh- are struggling. We've got Dirty Day just had their last one. Mm-hmm. Um. You've also had Tramp Mercy that just changed. Yep. A lot of like Code Shut, um, Clouds Shut, um you know they're all sort of changing like what do you think the 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 impact is on the scene at the moment why do you think it's happening i think people are just i think promoters are just really going with what's um right for the punters as well Hmm. um so there's always going to be a shift in in club events you know what i mean so like down five years down the track like we're going to have a different scene altogether as well so i think you like a bit you know commitment to all those guys who have who've run events for so long as well like dirty days i think lasted for about 18 years yeah, so, that's, so. It's, it's huge you know what i mean so i think it's it's just a, a refreshment i think there's the scene's always going to be alive in a certain way i just think that you know rebranding is always going to be on the cards and i think that's where a lot of places are going through um so i think it's just going to forever evolve that's yeah all. see yeah. where we end up eh? i wonder yeah. what the, the next sort of thing is and you know, there's all these new clubs that are still opening. So they're like, I think we're just going through. People are moving away from that dirty day sort of style. And now there's new clubs opening with a new sound. So. Yeah. Yeah. And no, watch, watch this space. There's going to be like a new, you know, crazy long weekend event. You know? So <laughs> it's, it's always it's always going to evolve and always for the better. Yeah. So. Who knows? It's a bit, Melbourne's one of those scenes. I don't think it's ever yeah. going to die. Eh? It's it's ultimately, you know, we're, we're in, I think we're in the capital in Australia for electronic dance music um and you know one of one of the most reputable places in the world as well so i think we're always just gonna uh continue to grow and yeah. i think there's always going to be uh, really awesome events here with with amazing djs that want oh, to the talk talent here. the talent yeah. here just speaks for itself so it's never gonna die exactly <laughs> just gonna change a little bit um i want to talk a little bit about a little bit controversial stuff man i sure. want to hear your views on it so soundcloud man like soundcloud and yes. streams it's um you know promoters uh when you're starting out at least they're always trying to look for people that can bring a yeah. crowd right who's to sell door kit tickets people that's gonna sure, sure. bring people um through the door and i i see this happen on on certain soundclouds and, and followers like do you think that people buy followers do you think people buy um streams on tiktok instagram and stuff just so they can sort of get booked or look i reckon if people do it look whatever that's up to them mm. um but i think nowadays you can really pick out if somebody's bought followers you mm. know what i mean like if, if you're gonna do it you need the content to back you up you can't just like have like if, if, if just say somebody buys 100k followers or something right mm. but then they've got like 100 views on their video it's pretty obvious so <laughs> true actually I think if, yeah. if, if you're gonna do it you need you need the content to back it so look each to their own but you know i think 
people are smart enough nowadays to know that this person's bought followers or plays or something. Do you think it happens quite a bit? Look, I don't, I, it could. I don't. I don't yeah, pay attention don't, to yeah. it. But like, I, I think generally, if, if people do, I mean, their content hasn't blown up. You know what I mean? So like, I think. Uh, look, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend it. But <laughs> each to their own. Yeah. You know, okay. So. Yeah. Nah, fair cool. But it's sort of another brings us to my other sort of controversial topic: ghost producing. Man, yeah. like you always see, always see some big names in the scene, really talented producers, and they'll always put up on their story: "Hey, who wants to buy this tune? Or who wants yeah. to who wants ghost producing and that sort of thing?" Well, do you do you sort of a, a agree with it of having DJs have their tracks ghost produced, or what, what's your sort of look, thoughts on it? When it comes to ghosting, look, I think. There's a thing called crow production as well. So, look, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it in the sense, for, for example, like there's going to be people who are stuck on tracks, you know what I mean? And they need, like, it'd be a shame if that track went to waste. So they reach out for some help to get that done. I don't see a problem with that. Look, yeah. even with ghosting, I think you need, I think you need a good um, reason to have your tracks ghosted. You know, I, I think it's, look, if you're just saying, I want to be a DJ, I'm going to get my tracks ghosted, like mm. it's pretty lazy like yeah like there's no passion you know what i mean but i understand that there could be people in the scene that might get tracks written for them because but they've got like really good like stage presence or they're really mm. i don't know look it's it's it is controversial um each to their own once again yeah um i think that yeah. uh, i think when you, you sort of touched on it just then like i'm not going to name names or anything but there's obviously some huge names in the scene right people that are not in melbourne like even international djs sure. huge international djs and they have really good stage presence mm. they're really entertaining but all their stuff yeah. is ghost produced and it's like yeah. do you what do you like look I, I think if people also just say somebody is going to get ghost produced i think that you need some sort of input too i think i don't think you can just say hey write me a techno track or write me a trance track you know i think like if you're going to get it done fair enough but like you know at least have some sort of input as well yeah okay um so but yeah yeah it happened it, look it probably happens it probably happens more than we think but yeah. it, look, ultimately there's different a, it, levels to it eh? yeah. like you can't just you, you can't just rock up and say yeah like make me a techno track if you exactly. if you've made half of a track and you're just stuck at the end then you know probably fair yeah. enough you need a little bit of help that's right but if, if or you turn just, it into a collab or something you know but yeah um yeah look i think it's ultimately if as 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 somebody who's starting in the scene, mm. um, you know, if you've got the time, you there's there's that many resources to help you learn how to produce. Yeah, you know, like nowadays, YouTube. look, <laughs> if if only like when I first started DJing and producing, we had the resources that we have now. Like, How'd you learn? I learned. I made FL Studio Four. Um, oh wow! Just just winged it. There was, I mean, <laughs> back then, like there was there was. I'm really showing my age here. Um, <laughs> but back then, there was like. There was no, you know, YouTube like tutorials. It was just, yeah, just, you're just it, wing just it and playing you know, around. But you know what? When you when you learn that manually, like you you spend that much time and everything just makes a lot more sense. And the theory of it is mm. is just a lot just makes more sense too so respect to that man i mean it's it's not easy even now being a producer to to even think it back then man fire mm. out <laughs> <laughs> all right well look that, that's probably it i probably won't hit you up with any more tough no, questions no no you're right i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you one random question though because okay. i've got to know and you may not want to answer this question or you may not you're a big bloke man are you the arms of this guy <laughs> is, like, i'm not big man <laughs> i don't know have you seen yourself no um anyway are you natty or are you not natty? natty. Really? Hundred percent respect I'm, that, dude. I'm take well that as, a, as a compliment. Hundred percent <laughs> natty. Good man, I love it's that. All, shit. It's all about longevity. So that's, <laughs> that's my opinion. How long have you traded for? 
Um, Your whole life, pretty quite much. A, no, no. Quite a, like seriously, maybe the past um, eight years, you can say. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's been times where, um, like, for example, you know, a few years ago when we were all in lockdown, I would have, I wasn't as in the healthiest of shapes. Mm. I don't think many, many of us were, but um, definitely the past couple of years been been giving it a good, giving it a good crack so same as yourself mate yeah. <laughs> look at this guy this guy's ready for europe you know? yeah. uh, not not quite not quite your yeah, level no, yet but respect that bro i love that <laughs> thanks for actually answering no, that question no, that's all right <laughs> all right man well look that's it we'll probably be talking for way too bloody long so let's just all get good, into some tunes good. what are we going to listen to tonight man uh i've got a couple of newies uh the first track i'm going to open up with is a collab with camps yes um, so there's a few unheard edits um, that are going to drop as well so it should be a bit of a mixture we'll see how we go keen bro let's get into it please welcome eric g thank you you are now live eric g Freedom and love 
life When I step into the jungle, say they want me to group up They better move up, never gonna win a Royal Rumble But when I come to you, know what I love to. I send shots for your team and leave I'm a cool witness, decide to pay Get the walls, get sweet, just like a Ribena Yo, listen, hear that? Killers in the jungle Killers in the jungle Killers in the jungle Yo, listen, hear that? Killers in the jungle Killers in the jungle Killers in the jungle Yo, listen, hear that?
could take a ride in the car I will take the passenger seat Baby, we don't have to go far Unless you wanna show Me a lovely place out of town Where you feel most at ease Well, you are the one that I
dust. 